Rock 102, Springfield's Clash of Rock. It's just about 535 and a Led Zeppelin on a Rock 102. Cloudy today, high of 39. There's some snow out there for some people, and it's kind of slippery, so do be careful if you're driving around this morning. Tonight, clear, low at 12, and for tomorrow, sunny, a high of 22. It's about 28 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. 7.50 this morning, we'll give you another code word for code word Alexa, your chance to win an Amazon Echo Dot. That is on the way later on this morning. Does that? Steve is here. Bunch of other stuff. Back to Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Bourbon, barbecue, and blue. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and the Scorpions on Rock 102. Going to be mostly sunny today with a few clouds. A high of 39 tomorrow. Cold, sunny with a high of 23. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, what do you say? We hop into some Hollywood trash with Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Well, not surprisingly, sales and streams of Meatloaf's music exploded after his death last Thursday. On Friday, after the news of the death spread, his streams rose 4,000. 650%. I don't even know how that's possible. Well, if you haven't sold one album in 10 years (laughs) and you sell 4,000 albums, then you have a 4,000% increase. All right. Oh, then I guess that does make sense. I'm not really sure on the math on that because I'm not good at math, but I'm guessing that's how it works. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But uh, but that's nothing compared to his sales. Album sales jumped by 18,000%. Jeez. And skyrocket and song scale song sales skyrocketed by 33,000%. Thanks to that bump Meatloaf's classic 1977 debut album Bad Out of Hell could jump back into the top 10 Billboard 200 this week. Can you imagine that? Well, you know, I uh 40 something years after it was done, I'm not ashamed to say I own it. But well, I'm not going to buy a second copy. Yeah, but a lot of people own that yeah. album. But it's always when somebody dies, your value goes up after you're dead. Because, oh, wait, he's dead. I forgot. I like that music so much. <laughs> and they really don't like that music. Well, they buy it because while well, they listen because they're curious. Yeah. But buying it, you know, it's a classic record. So I was telling you yesterday about that meme that I saw with Bob Saget and Betty White. And Bob Saget says, what do you think we should have for dinner? And Betty White says, meatloaf. Right. Well, now there's an upgraded one with a third picture of Louie Anderson from Coming to America going, don't forget the lettuce. Oh, my God. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I uh, I saw one, and I'm not even going to go into the details of it, uh-huh. but let's just say it is a meatloaf recipe, and you don't want to see it. That's something we got to talk about this morning, too. Weber Grills yeah. sent out, did unknowingly, they have a daily recipe that they send out, and Fridays happen to be grilled meatloaf. <laughs> and I gotta, I'll, I'll have to. I'm good timing. Read, I have the thing. I'm gonna read it to you later. All right, about, good. And, but because it, it is, it's just, it wasn't intentional, but it was so freaking funny to listen <laughs> to them apologize about what happened. It was really good. Oh, perfect. And then I'm reading the story yesterday about Meatloaf. He was one of these anti-vax guys. And he didn't, he didn't, he was quoted as saying, well, if I die, I die. And, you know, uh, Hmm. people buying into the hype and and all this other stuff. Uh, And then, uh, so so I put up on Facebook yesterday, I would do anything for love, but I won't get back. (laughs) (laughs) See? And now... Comedy gold, yeah, Steve. See what happens? Comedy gold. See, it only took meatloaf to die to make that great joke. See? 
sometimes somebody's death yeah, no, can have it's, a positive. It's dark, it's, it's dark humor, and uh, thank God for it. Uh, Steve O. has a delusional vision of how he plans to break free from his jackass persona. He wants to go on a final tour where he gets, gets breast implants, a penis tattooed over his eyebrow, and have a bullet shot through his open jaw. Well, that should do it. You know what? He's crazy enough to do something like that. You know, I can maybe see the breast implants. Yeah. Penis tattoo and getting shot in the face. I'm going to have to say no thank you to those two. Maybe uh, maybe the implants, only if they're in there temporarily, like a week or so. I met him at the Hoogie Lounge. I opened for him. Yeah. Uh, years ago. How was that? He was a crazy bastard. And I walked into the, uh, to the green room. Uh-huh. And uh, he had these two chicks. Okay. And one of them was doing a donut smile, if you know what I'm saying. I have no idea what you're saying. Uh, lallygagging. I uh, don't know what you're getting at. Well, she was learning the clarinet. Well, you're not, why are you beating around the bush like this? Uh, that's exactly what he was doing. Still don't know what you're talking about. All right, but I'm just saying that was very... I'm like, you know what? This is the kind of guy I aspire to be. <laughs> I just so, want to be in the green room. And someday he'll be the one to get shot in the face. Yeah, now I can't do that because the hookie lao's closed. Ah, jeez. Damn it. Martha Stewart says it's now okay to put ice in your wine. Quote, nobody minds it anymore, even fine winemakers. No, alcoholics say it's okay to put ice in your wine. That's what it's really about. Actually, alcoholics don't really care if there's ice. Well, uh, some do. I mean, if you want to get that uh, that initial gag going after you've already downed a bottle of vodka. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, some people say the ice makes it taste better. I don't know if that's the case. But if you're really, really, really a bad drunk, you don't need to be having your booze cooled down. I thought you'll drink you'll drink warm beer if you have to. Yeah, it says nobody minds it anymore, even fine winemakers. Yeah, because the winemakers are just like, just drink this stuff. I don't care what you do with it. We're just trying to sell bottles. Yeah. I don't think anybody... I'm sure that the real wine connoisseur would say, yeah, don't ever put ice in your wine. The yeah. whole idea of it is to be fermented and be enjoyed the way it is, aged. That's uh, for bo wine in a box. Oh, I love wine in a box. Oh, that's a good. That's the way to drink it. In NBC's Super Bowl 56 logo, the Roman numerals LVI have red palm trees in them, and people think it looks like blood dripping down the letters. One person called it CSI Super Bowl, <laughs> and another said it looks like a promo for Dexter. It kind of does. Did you see the, uh, yeah, the logo? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I don't really care about this year's Super Bowl. Oh, I'll watch the Super Bowl. It's a Super Bowl. Well, I'll watch the commercials. Steve, That's you didn't care about the Super Bowl anyway. No, I know I didn't care. You're just saying that. I, well, I like Give the, the illusion that sometimes you do care, and you, I like, you don't. I like the food. I like the kielbasa. Yeah, right. You know, I, I told you, I'm sorry, I had candied kielbasa for Christmas. No. You know what that is? Uh, kielbasa with a lot of sugar on it? It's grape jelly and cocktail sauce. And it's the two most disgusting ingredients that you could imagine putting together. However, when you simmer it, Simmer kielbasa in it for four to six hours. Right. It's fantastic. Come on. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to make some of this stuff, and I'm going to bring it in here one of these days. When? This week. I'll do it this yes, week. Yes, do stop. it this week. I'll I go over to Bernat's. I'll get a ring of kielbasa. Oh, we'll, uh, terrific. Jen, don't share with anybody. Just you and me. I won't. I won't share with anybody. Good. 
Except for everybody else up here. God, office lesson. Uh, somebody asked Tim McGraw how he stays relevant and keeps uh, churning out hits thirty years in the business. And he said, "I was re- relevant ever." He said, "Yeah." He said, "What? <laughs> relevant?" I thought everybody knew me from banging Faith Hill. It's the only that's thing, what it was. It's the only thing about me that's relevant. He says it's a delicate balance of uh, staying true to his core yes. while incorporating what he hears along the way. That's a lot of crap. Yeah, I think it's a lot of crap. And that's your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Utility. Max's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Blow with the King of Snow. Get an errands at Rockies. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As some of you know, this afternoon, the Baseball Writers Association of America will release the results of their Hall of Fame voting and let everybody know who is going to be inducted this July. Last year, you might recall, that the Baseball Writers failed to induct anybody, leaving the Baseball Hall of Fame without an induction class in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. And I suppose if you're going to be on the fence about your ballot, last year was the right year to do it. This year, however, both Alex Rodriguez and David Ortiz are first-time nominees. Now, will they have enough votes to get in? I have no idea. What I do know is that Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, and Sammy Sosa are all on their 10th and final year of eligibility, meaning that if they don't get in this year, the only way they'll ever get in is if they're inducted by the Veterans Committee and they suddenly decide to ignore all that hubbub about the mountainous stack of muscle-building steroids that these guys allegedly were gobbling down during the course of their storied careers. Bursting muscles, shrunken testicles, uncontrollable fits of rage, back zits the sides of Alaska. These were the sort of sacrifices that each one of these guys made to bolster their jaw-dropping statistical achievements. And yet, here's Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in their final year, despite seven Cy Young Awards and 762 home runs on the cusp of official elimination. Now, as far as Big Poppy is concerned, despite his name being included on a list of 100 players suspected of using, obtaining, looking at, or testing positive for steroids back in 2003. It was never officially documented why he was on that list in the first place. So do you not vote for a guy simply because of an ambiguous story from the New York Times in which they themselves cite an anonymous source? You do if you're a jerk. Listen, I don't care if Big Poppy was huffing glue, smoking horse tranquilizers, or sucking down human growth hormone like he was eating a lasagna. In my mind, David Ortiz is a Hall of Fame caliber player. The rest of those idiots, maybe not so much. But when it comes to my own selfishness, then David Ortiz would certainly get in my vote, possibly two of them, if it were allowed. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's at your fingertips at Rocky's.com. And now on Rocky's Ace Hardware app. Or you can go old school and pick up a sales flyer in any Rocky's location. What's on sale at Rocky's? It's always at your fingertips at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Hart. On Rock 102. It's going to be partly to mostly sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of only 23. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. I got myself a new phone. Wow, look at that. I know. That's almost big enough to be a TV tacked onto a wall. Well, uh, it's pretty big. It's the, uh, the iPhone 13 Max Pro. You always uh, tended to lean towards the larger phone. Yeah. Well, the, well, the one you had that was about the size of a like a small coffee table. Well, that's the. It's like this one's actually bigger than that one. 
That was the old one. I well, I'm, not, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you from a distance here. Yeah, it's well, a, that was the old one. I think this one's a little bit bigger. Yeah, it casts a shadow. It's so big. Yeah, it's 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 pretty damn big. Uh, here's the thing, though. I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> so I'm like, I, uh, what a crap show, by the way, uh, yesterday. Which, uh, which trying we... to get this phone, like why it wasn't because I like I buy them outright, I buy the phone outright. Oh, uh, you don't do the uh, the plan where they spread it out over thirteen years? No, because I think that's uh, you're paying more in the long run for that. Well, see, uh, as it was uh, explained to me, and I can't give you any de- details because I, it, you know, it's way over my head. Um, it, you actually save more, allegedly, by spreading it out. What they is what Allegedly, they tell you. I don't. I don't know, but yeah, no, I, I would rather just buy the thing, get the coverage on it. Therefore, if it breaks, I can go get it repaired or get it replaced or whatever you got to do. Uh, See, I'm not smart enough to know how that works, but I know if I go to a place and yeah. they've labeled it the Genius Bar, there's a pretty yeah. good chance I'm dealing with smarter people than me. Well, here's a here's a, something the geniuses ain't so genius at doing is ordering more iPhones because they didn't have any there yesterday. How do they not have any iPhones? Hey, so, uh, so I go to... That'd be, be like going to like Best Buy and say, I'm sorry, we don't have any electronics here. Uh, I go to the AT&T store first in West Springfield. Okay. And they were very helpful. It's There's nothing about the people that work there or anything like that. It's just the information that the employee receives from the company. So she explains to me, well, we, we can't just sell you a phone. <laughs> like, why? why am I here? She's like, it has to be tied to your bill. And I'm like, I don't want it tied to my bill. I just want to pay the phone outright. I don't want to see any increases in the bill. I don't want to see it. I don't want nothing. Right. No, we, we don't we do not do that. And I'm like, okay. So I go to the Apple store. Okay. Figuring, okay, if I just buy one of these things, I can go anywhere and switch over the SIM card and get it changed yeah. out. And you're close enough. It's not that hard, that uh, far from Holyoke. No, no, it's yeah. not that bad. So I go to the uh, the Holyoke Mall. And by the way, somebody, I took a picture of this, put it up on my Facebook page. One of the most beautiful penis drawings in the snow I, did I see saw that. yesterday. On one of those target, the red target balls? On the target ball, that red target ball, which is only seemingly on one entrance of target, not on the other side. I don't know yeah, if you've ever seen Yeah, it's that. like they're trying to hide their balls. Yeah, and uh, so there's this big giant penis drawing on that. Uh, that was the chef's kiss of my day yesterday. Yeah, it was actually very nice. It was done. like, you know what? No matter how the rest of this day goes, at least I have this penis drawing on this ball. You know, I'm not so much of an art snob yeah. that I'm going to compare like the penis that I drew in the back of your windshield. Well, that to was that. a masterpiece. But well, that was a ma- I, you know, I yeah. spent a lot of time on that one. But you know, but you know, in, a, in the clutch, mm-hmm. you know, a quick penis drawing on a giant red ball yeah. outside a Target. Well done. Yeah. Well, uh, well done. It was very well done and even had uh, some extra added animation to it, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's what made it so impressive. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I go uh, I go, I go, go into the, the Apple store and uh, I'm like telling the guy what I want. And he's like, yeah, we don't have any 13s here. I'm like, you're the Apple store. How does the Apple store not have the very product? You should have a whole bushel full of apples. Yeah. So then uh, so then I said, you know what? Let me just uh, one long shot. Let me just go talk to another person over at the uh, at the AT&T store in the mall. Ooh, there you go. Hey, this guy's like, yeah, no problem, man. This is how much the phone is, and how does this is that, how much you pay for it. I, I how does that know. guy have him and the no Apple idea. store doesn't? I have no idea. And I said... I didn't even tell him about what I, you know, 
I, cause I, I, don't, I wasn't wasting time. I wasn't going to be wasting time telling him the story about what I just went through right. to go get this thing. But it was seemingly easy enough where it didn't ha- need all that red tape. Again, it's more about the employee being informed what the company policy is versus what they know about how, what you can really do. Right. This guy seemed to be a little bit higher up. Now, so do, maybe, uh, do cell phones have the same problem getting the chips as, say, like the car industry does. You know, I'm not sure about that, but I do know that uh, this is an A15 chip as opposed to the A11 chip I was using. Ah. Getting dragged down by that A11. Yeah, now now you're really seeing the difference between one chip yeah. to another. The A15 makes the A11 look like a flip phone. Oh, like, like they're made yeah. in some sort of uh, sweatshop or something. So I, uh, I get this thing, and... and, and God bless uh, Apple for making it easy enough to switch everything over. Right. I didn't even have to hook it to a computer this time. They just they just did it right they there in the cloud. They just did it, and they did everything. And I was like, oh, man, this is, I'm going to have so many problems with this thing after it's done. Because I'm like one of these old school guys that believes that you need to have a wire hooked up to a machine in order for <laughs> it to work. That's not going to work if it's not hooked up in there. Yeah, right. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm waiting uh, to see what this phone does special that the other one didn't. The only thing wrong with the other one was it had a cracked screen. Well, you're, uh, I believe your camera's better than uh, the phone you had. Okay. All right, I, so uh, that's kind of a big deal, right? I'm, I'm not Ansel Adams. What about uh, like uh, where it charges? Do you still need a, like a special cord for that? Or that, was the, uh, that was the other thing that was interesting. It still has the... Th- What's what number do you have? I got a, an XS. Okay, so I had the X, the same, same line. Right. It's the same cord. But what they don't give you is the block, the charger block. Yeah, right. They only give you the cord, which is a USB C cord, which means you can't just plug that into any USB thing. You bring you have in to a find brand new USB block. C-C. Yeah, that's that. You know, I had we had that problem. Uh, upgrading my wife's phone uh, this yeah. year. She needed a brand new phone, and the same yeah. thing. It's like, really? There's no block inside? we got to get another block? And those things, yeah. uh, the brand new ones, are not cheap. No, they're not. They are all. Uh, actually quite pricey. So they now are. that requires like a whole new set of cords. Well, I got a free one, which really was Yeah, right, of course. They just charge. rolled that one right in. It was a free uh, wireless charger. So you just put the phone right down on it, and it charges it. And I was like, you know what? These things don't work because I had one of these things with mm-hmm. my old phone, and because of the OtterBox case on it, didn't work. And the yeah, guy right. goes, well, guess what? OtterBox has fixed that, and now you can charge your phone with it. And now you can charge it? Yeah. So now I can put it right down on a flat uh, charger thing, and uh, it'll be charged uh, within minutes. I'll be damned. I know. Wow. I'm very impressed. And I have 28 hours of continuous video if I want to watch it. What does that mean? I don't know. It's, that's one of their sales pitches. The, you mean the, the battery life? The battery life. Oh, that You okay. could watch 28 hours worth of video and it wouldn't die until the 28. What is the chance that you're going to watch 28 hours of continuous video well, on your phone? I don't know what's lobster tube got on. Yeah, but twenty eight hours. Yeah, I know you can't. I mean, if you really can't get the job hours. done in twenty eight minutes. Yeah, I know that's that's a that's a problem. It, yeah. You can't get it done in twenty eight seconds. Then you got a problem. Yeah, exactly my point. So what what good does that do you? So I'm looking uh, I'm looking through. They have that little thing that tells you what your iPhone does. 
Did you see? You ever see that little light bulb thing on your on your screen? Yeah, tells you what's going on. Tips. Yeah. So it's really what you were saying about the camera. Uh, it, it, it tags all your photos now. Well, do I want that? I don't know if you do or not, but hey. I can go back and look to see if there was a photo. Like if I wrote typed in beach, all the pictures with beaches would pop up in it. No kidding. It is kind of neat. I didn't realize that. Well, well, that, that this is the new operating system. Yeah, right. Well, I got the, the updated operating system, but I don't think I can do that. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can or not. Wow. Uh, yeah, I got the iOS 15. You can set a photo timer, which I think you could always do. You can take a mirrored selfie, which means that when you put the selfie on, you know how everything's in reverse? Yeah. Well, actually, you're going to be seeing what you should be seeing. So I can actually see what I look like as opposed to what it looks like in the mirror. Yeah, right. For all I know, I may look completely different. Yeah. Oh, I do. I'm not kidding. Uh, quickly take a photo. You can swipe up. and This is uh, this is for all the people getting pulled over now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can quickly take a photo or video yeah. by just swiping up and holding the camera button to take a video or just pushing it once to take a picture. Yeah, very interesting. So you guys, so basically, you you did buy it outright. I did buy it outright. You, did, you bought I it outright. Buying it outright, and I got the Otter Box with it because I knew that I was going to drop it. I'm sure. And the dude know. at the AT and T store took you know, hooked you up. You don't have any uh, problems the, being connected. You're all good. The AT and T store in the mall. Now again, I'm not disparaging the nice young lady that helped me at the at the West Springfield one. I'm just saying it was a lot smoother transaction. The only problem was they had a problem with their computer system. Oh, and he right. said, you got some other shopping to do because uh, this computer's down, and I don't know how long it's going to take to get it back up. I'm like, you know what? I guess I'll walk around the Holyoke Mall, and I did. And how was that? I went to Hobby Lobby. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Yeah, man, talk about going to the, the best place in the, in the world. I got some uh, some shoe spray for my kids. Good. You know, to, to, you know, for the, to protect them. Oh, I thought this was like, like bowling shoes disinfectant. No, no, no. Uh, but I, I, I come back, and it's ready. The phone is ready. Amazing. And this... I, I got it, and he put the glass thing on it for me, the cover. Oh, this is an inspirational story, Steve. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, my girlfriend, who just got one of these, too, she's like, hey, how do you like it? And I'm like, I can't tell the difference. And I don't maybe, know... maybe that's the best news. I don't know what the difference is. Maybe that's the I... best news they can give you. It... There's, like, no difference, just more expensive and bigger. Well, supposedly it's faster. But I can't really tell because I don't think I ever did anything required to use multiple things at once. I buy these big ones because it helps me with the DJ business. Unless I've had a meltdown with a computer or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. can always back up. This is like a little mini MacBook in your hand. Oh, I mean, I got the, I got like the most amount of storage you can possibly get on this phone. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. You know. See, that's the thing I didn't do. Oh yeah, no, no. I, I'd rather go for an inferior phone with larger storage than the great phone with yeah, no storage. That was the one thing that the AT and T store didn't have. Was oh, the yeah. one terabyte. Yeah, I nah. got the five twelve, oh, which is that's... fine because I got a two fifty six now, and I'm not even close to anything. You're gonna fill that up in no time. It's uh, 625 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Stop having the same old, same old every day for lunch. Stop by 7B's out in Westfield where the food is fresh, not a freezer or microwave in the place, and Chef Jeff is in the kitchen cooking up daily delicious food specials each and every day, uh, entrees, soups, salads, wings, 
all you can imagine. It's there at 7B's out in Westfield. They also have uh, the friendliest staff in the Pioneer Valley serving up the handcrafted delicious cocktails and 70 different beers on tap or in the bottle for you to choose from. Weekly entertainment, it's all going on at 7B's out in Westfield at the corners of Route 10 and 202. When you get there, you tell them Steve Nagel sent you, and you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to Rock 102's Bourbon Barbecue and Blues Fest coming up on February 5th. If your bath is old, outdated, and ready for an upgrade, don't wait any longer. Take advantage of New Year's savings from Yankee Home. With Yankee Home, custom bath and shower remodeling is now affordable for everyone. Your dream bath or walk-in shower can be installed as soon as next week. Yankee Home has the most popular shower styles, patterns, and accessories in stock and ready for immediate installation. By working with an award-winning member of the Better Business Bureau, your new bath is guaranteed to be done right the first time. And the folks at Yankee Home will put their name on it with a lifetime warranty. So don't put up with your old bathtub any longer. Get your custom bath or walk-in shower from Yankee Home. Beautiful, affordable, and done right the first time. Mention you heard this ad on Rock 102 to take advantage of this great offer. Our listeners will get 40% off installation. And if you act right now, Yankee Home will also include a free shower fixture upgrade valued at $500. But this New Year offer won't last long. So call Yankee Home right now and tell him you heard this ad on Rock 102. The most popular street name in America? Second. But in a Hyundai, you're always driving on Easy Street with our award-winning SUVs that come in first against the competition. For starters, every Hyundai SUV comes with America's best warranty and complimentary maintenance. Plus, the Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, and Kona SUVs are available with premium features like wireless device charging, Hyundai Digital Key, and Blind Spot Collision Avoidance Assist. The competition? Hmm, they must be back on 3rd Street. Or 4th, maybe 14th. Hyundai, it's your journey. Own it. Hurry in now to lease an all-wheel drive 2022 Hyundai Tucson for $199 a month or a 2022 Hyundai Santa Fe for $229 a month. New inventory is arriving daily. Hurry into your Western Mass Hyundai dealer today or visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. Call 661-615-2112 for complete offer details. Don't delay. These offers end soon. If you're an HVAC tech, you've chosen one cool career in a hot industry. Now you need a workplace that feels just right. So come work for Noonan Energy, your local train dealer. Noonan has full-time openings for experienced HVAC technicians to provide service throughout the Springfield region. Enjoy great benefits and competitive pay at a company that's committed to comfort. Apply today at NoonanEnergy.com. Noonan Energy, driving comfort, delivering more. It's just about 629 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, partly uh, sunny today with a high of uh, 39. Tomorrow, only a high of 23. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that sucks. You know, uh, last week uh, when you weren't here, and even the part of the week before, I I, uh, I didn't have any jokes to tell. Yeah. So I, I went onto Facebook and I had people submit jokes. Yeah. And it went pretty well. I mean, I thought they're great jokes, but it it it, take, it took a lot of pressure off of me to come up with a joke. If, it were, if the joke sucked, it's somebody else's fault. Oh well, yeah, and that in my you know poor delivery. But for the most part, material wise, content wise, it's the listener's fault. I think it worked out pretty well. Yeah, I would think that uh, it would work out pretty well. And like the, and I gave an appropriate shout out to anyone who I chose. Yeah. So maybe that's something to consider. Uh, you know, if you ever run out of out of joke, Steve. Maybe yeah. that's something we could do. Yeah, I, I actually ran out of a joke today. Um, 
But we can try. But it was one you told me off here yesterday that was pretty damn funny. Do you think we could tell that one? No. (laughs) Then why did you suggest it? Because I'm just saying that even in the worst case scenario, if we were that desperate, uh, that would be almost Uh, one. On the day that we both are are ready to leave this job, that's the one you should tell. Okay. Okay? All right. Uh, Let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. There's two ladies that know each other. They die and they go to heaven. Okay. Right? And the first woman says, hey, Wanda. And the other one says, hey, Sylvia, how'd you die? She goes, I froze to death. And the other one says, well, how horrible. And he said, "Well, it wasn't so bad. After I quit shaking from the cold, I began to get warm, and I began to get warm and sleepy, and finally died a peaceful death. What about you?" She said, "Well, I died of a massive heart attack. I suspected that my husband was cheating, so I came home early to catch him in the act. But instead, I found him all by himself in the den watching TV." And the other woman says, "Well, what happened?" And she goes. Well, I was sure there was another woman there somewhere that I started running all over the house looking. I ran up into the attic and searched, went down into the basement. Then I went through every closet and checked under the beds. I kept all of this up until I looked everywhere. And finally, I became so exhausted that I just keeled over with a heart attack and died. Wow. And the other woman goes, too bad you didn't look in the freezer. We'd both still be alive. Ah! She was banging on the the freezer. in the freezer. And now she's dead. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Here's some good news. Uh, Massachusetts is seeing a decrease in COVID-19 cases. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, 22 News uh, questioned the governor on the state's long-term plan to keep case counts down. The trends we are currently uh, seeing in the state's COVID data is looking promising. In order to keep the cases low, lawmakers are doing more testing in schools, providing families with at-home tests and enforcing mask wearing in their communities, which is contradictory to the, uh, hey, we're just going to let you do this on the honor system. Yeah, right. Come come February 1st, uh, you can just take these tests home. <laughs> yeah, right. And we'll believe everything you tell and us. they're all negative. That's weird. That is strange. Uh, th- last week, the Department of Public Health changed the way they reported COVID hospitalizations. This change was due to firsthand experience from State Representative John Santiago, who also works at Boston Medical Center. Santiago told leaders that COVID hospitalizations were being inflated and the number of people who were listed as hospitalized for COVID may have entered the hospital for different reasons. Uh, Governor Baker said a bunch of folks in the hospital community started saying we're seeing a lot of people who are coming in here who are testing positive for COVID, but that's not why they're here. You know, they're vaccinated, and they don't really have a heck of a lot of COVID system symptoms. 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 The yeah. Simpsons. I guess, but who's doing the reporting? It's a good question. I don't know. I mean, I find it hard to believe that the entire medical community is in on some sort of conspiracy where they're inflating numbers. Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's absolutely no conspiracy when it comes to COVID anywhere in the world. I mean, I've been on the Internet no. uh, constantly over the last uh, two years. I have not seen a single report of a conspiracy of any kind. Well, the vaccines don't work. Meatloaf's done, though.
Oh, uh, man. The, uh, let's see, two Western Mass doctors. The Massachusetts Board of Registration and Medicine has taken disciplinary action against the medical licenses of three doctors, including two practicing in Western Mass. According to the board, the following actions were taken against the medical license of Robert P. Westpisser. Come on, really? W-E-S-P-I-S-E-R. Westpisser? Yeah. Was there no opportunity for his parents to change their name? Uh, I don't know. But apparently, Dr. Westpisser, who currently practices in a group practice in Lee, agreed that he repeatedly accessed the electronic medical records of three resident physicians who were being treated during their training. The consent order reprimanded and also required Dr. Westpisser to enter a probation agreement, which includes monitoring of his HIPAA compliance and accessing or in accessing of electronic medical records. He has been uh, licensed to practice in medicine since 1986. Ooh. Not you sure he's like one of those guys that like it's spelled a certain way, but uh, instead pronounces it differently. Like, he's not saying like uh, Dr. Whisperer. No, it's like uh, remember John Boehner. Yeah, it was right. Spelled boner. Right. And then even uh, that scumbag, uh, what's his name? Anthony Weiner. Right. Was the one like, he said, you know, long before all this scandal stuff, hey, give it up, John. Yeah, just say it for what it is. You know, because he could have said, my name's Anthony Weiner. But he didn't. He, he said, said Weiner. Weiner. Yeah. You remember the, uh, the singer uh, Bruce Coburn? Yeah, I think so. Remember yeah. how he spelled his last name? Was it C O L B U R N? No, it was. Uh, if you uh, if you read it out, it said Cockburn, but Aha. he pronounced it Coburn. Yeah, see, just change uh, the spelling. I don't know why you got to. I don't. Everybody it, try to. If my name was uh, West Pisser, I would try to find another way of of uh, pronouncing it, like Whisperer. Uh, what was the thing? Uh, oh, it was in the uh, Monty Python. Is his name Dr. Westpisser? <laughs> Does it amuse you when I say <laughs> Dr. Westpisser? He's got a wife, you know. Incontinentia. <laughs> Incontinentia buttocks. <laughs> A bakery owner from Westfield is a winner in the Mass Lottery's 100 times the cash instant ticket game. No kidding. According to the Mass Lottery website, Christine Gustafson of Westfield has claimed a $4 million prize before taxes. In the Lottery's 100 times the cash instant ticket game on Saturday, January 18th, Christine chose the cash option on its prize and received a one-time payment of $2,600,000 before taxes. Damn. She, yeah. excuse me, I, is she gonna like uh, like give out uh, like free treats to everybody? Uh, well, I mean, I'm happy that a small business owner uh, in the area, yeah, has, yeah, has yeah. Won but what's prize. but what's in it for the rest of us? That's exactly where I was going with this, Bax. I really appreciate you bringing that up because I'm gonna go into this bakery shop and go, hmm, these cupcakes look delicious, and they look even better. If they were in my belly. In my belly and not paid for. You know, uh, Steve, if if I were to win the lottery, yeah. and I'm just I'm just saying this. Uh, if I won, mm-hmm. I would probably try to give out as many Rock 102 bumper stickers as we have in our building, which right now is none. But if we did, I would hand them all well, out and say, 
Thank you for listening to the show. Please don't hate me because I've suddenly become uh, rich. And that would be extremely special because you, the millionaire, have right. now touched this bumper sticker. Yes, exactly. But yeah, you know, I should point out that I have not yet won a lottery jackpot. Mm. And based upon past history, I would say the likelihood of me ever winning that jackpot is uh, astonishingly uh, low. Mm. You think astonishingly uh, so? Uh, do you think that uh, Miss Gust- Gustafson? What I didn't even have to say that. Uh, Miss Gust- Gustafson. Yeah, like, but you can say West Pisser without a problem. Well, cause that, cause that's because Gustafson's a hard name. Um, anyway, you no, know, I would just say like uh, maybe a free cupcake day at the bakery. I don't see a I'm problem just saying, with that. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, it was just like a, like a free cookie. Yeah, like, a cookie. I, I take a cookie, a co- like a free cookie. That to me, rather than be consumed with jealousy and resentment, it would show that uh, you, as a business owner, care about my patronage. And so, what a great way to. Uh, cement brand loyalty. Exactly. Am I, am I wrong? Uh, you're not wrong. I at think all. a little something, something. Uh, I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to find that line about Jerry Seinfeld and the black and white cookie. I can't remember. He's basing like theories based on race relations because of the black and white cookie. Oh yeah, right. And I can't remember the line. See, it would have been funnier if I actually remembered the line for that. Oh, well. It's all right, Steve. No no one's criticizing you. Yes, they are. The state legislature is working on a bill that would help families rely less on public assistance programs. Senator Eric Lesser held a Facebook Live interview on Monday to discuss this legislation and its impact on the Cliff Effect, which is the der- uh, derivative of the Cliff Notes, which is what Eric Lesser used to pass college. I am just going to make this statement. It is not uh, a criticism for anybody. Yeah. One, I don't really understand the bill. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I haven't spent any time trying to learn it. What leaps out at me uh-huh. uh, about this story is that there were some people with so much free time on their hands that they decided to view an Eric Lesser Facebook Live video. I don't know if anybody really did other than the person at 22 News who was told, Hey, Lester's getting on this Facebook Live thing. It's 4 o'clock. You better be on it. Steve, if I received a notification that yeah. Eric Lesser was going to do a Facebook Live video, yeah. there's a very good chance I will find something else to watch. I would and, rather- it's, and, it's, and, and it's no criticism of Eric Lesser per se. All right, maybe it's a little bit of a criticism of Eric Lesser, but but I, but not that I don't like Eric. I like Eric. I'm just saying that you know, it's just, you know... Of all the videos I'm going to be watching, I, I'd much rather watch like an hour and a half of TikToks. I uh, well, I watch uh, Eric Lesser's TikToks. He does the uh, the planking uh, challenge. Right. He does the uh, walked on uh, some uh, milk crates. Walked on the milk crates. Ate some Tide Pods. Mm-hmm. What was that other thing? These kids were making a broom stand up by itself. <laughs> right. He's doing all the. Hey, look! I made this broom stand up all by itself. He's doing a lot of duet videos right now. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, cliff effect occurs when a family's income increases enough that they lose eligibility for public assistance supports like food, child care, and housing, but not enough to afford these on their own, leaving them worse off with less overall income. This often causes people to turn down raises and promotions so they can cover their basic needs and perpetuate family poverty for generations. 
The bill would create a three-year pilot program for 100 working families and individuals earning low wages receiving any type of benefit, allowing them to transition off benefits without facing an, uh, facing an income cliff. You don't want to go over the cliff. You don't. No. You don't. But, see, that's a, a, a big reason why a lot of people don't want to come off assistance is because, you know, there's so much unknown. Like, you know, what's that threshold where all of a sudden it becomes you're in a, in a you're in a transition between yeah. being in poverty or slightly out of poverty. Once you're kind of, you know, in the system, it's kind of hard to wean yourself out of it. Yeah, well, if somebody else is paying for it, it's easier to just take it for free than yes. it is to, to, to go buy it yourself. But I'm not really necessarily sure this is the right way to go with that. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why that's why you got to follow along Eric Lesser in his Facebook videos. You know, if I had only paid more attention to the Eric Lesser Facebook videos, I would know more about the fiscal cliff. You ever, <laughs> did you know Cliff? I know Cliff. I knew Cliff in high school. I like his bars. He beat up a guy named Eric Lesser. <laughs> That's why he named it the Cliff Bill. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is pretty dumb, but also, how crazy is it that jails still use technology this old? This is a good question for Nick Kochi. All right. All right. A county jail in Tupelo, Mississippi, got a fax this month that said one of its inmates was up for a release. That's how they normally do it. So the fax itself was not unusual. A fax machine? In 2022? Yeah, but they did notice a few irregularities with the request, so they called the courthouse it came from to make sure it was legit. The people at the courthouse didn't know what they were talking about because they didn't send it. So the police did some digging and realized who did. They figured out the number the fax came from had been spoofed, so it looked like it came from the court, but it actually came from the inmate's girlfriend. 20, Interesting. 28-year-old Stephanie House was arrested on Thursday and confessed to sending the fake fax to get her boyfriend out of jail, she's facing fraud charges, and uh, and they also found drug paraphernalia, so they tacked on a charge for that, too. Uh, it is kind of weird that they're still using the fax machine to get the authorization. Like, you'd think there'd be this, like, encrypted computer system yeah. that uh, only, like... One guy has the password to, or two people have the password to to verify. You know, I, I uh, we have a fax machine in this building. We did that collects dust. Yeah, you know what I used it for? I used it one time. Yeah, and it was just last month to notify the railroad retirement board that my mother had passed away because they weren't stopping the benefits. I, fa I had to fax somebody because I couldn't get somebody on the freaking phone. Right. Well, you talked about that yesterday. Yeah, but I but the fax machine was the method I used to get in touch with them. But isn't that stupid? I mean, you have the technology to scan a document, yeah. put it in an email, and hit send. Yeah. And we're still using faxes? I know. The fax machine. Please. Remember years ago when the fax machine was like, my dad would bring home these jokes which are now uh, disguised as emails with forward, 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 forward. Right. Uh, that was the original forward, forward, forward was the fax machine uh, thing. Yes. I mean, they did it uh, earlier than that with the uh, the copier and then the ditto machine before that. <laughs> the you know. ditto machine. I know, the ditto we machine. Have, like mimeographs? Uh, probably. Uh, but that was, the, that was the way that people found out jokes. And... How people found out about penny slots 
or penny stocks. Penny stocks, yes. Remember uh, back in the like the early two thousands, there was this whole big thing about hey, you should buy these penny stocks. Well, they would just the office I worked in the the, the fax machine would just randomly go off. It was right. like the spam email of the fax machine system. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I almost want to start calling our uh, our copy or the ditto machine. I almost want to bring that back. We should call it the ditto machine. Ditto's had that like uh, weird ink. It was like blue ink, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, was it blue or kind of like a purplish? Purplish. Yeah, yeah the bluish. old mimeograph had that that yeah. uh, that purplish uh, ink, and yet it smell had a certain smell yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember. Uh, I remember uh, as a young boy. Uh, being sent down to the ditto room. Yes. To hand the ditto maker a uh, a ditto, a piece of paper, so he could make a ditto. Out. Yeah, they make the they make the ditto, and you go back to your your classroom with a big stack of dittos, and you eat paste all day. That's that was what education used to be about. Why can't it be like that anymore? I don't know. These kids today don't even know what Lost paste is. Nostalgia. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew is velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air-roasted. Going to be uh, nice and uh, warm today with a high of 40. Tomorrow, not so warm. Sunny and a high of 23. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Springfield's Classic Rock at 656 in Elton John on Rock 102. I'm waiting for Dua Lipa to sing that. Did you hear that version of that? Um, it's Elton John. It's, it's two songs of his. It's that uh, sacrifice that he did back in like the nineties, I believe. I don't know that one. And and it's Rocket Man. Okay. So he sings like the the sacrifice song, and then she sings the uh, the Rocket Man thing. But she doesn't when she goes, uh, "I'm not the man they think I am at home." Oh no no no! And you're waiting for her to say. I'm a rocket man. Yeah. But she doesn't. She goes into this other lyric. That's crazy. Yeah. How confusing for the average listener. Well, it's uh, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, uh, right. Oh, there's no, ain't nothing wrong with Dua Lipa. No, they, listen. You, uh, hey, at, at some point today, and it, it, you know, it's not going to take a, a whole lot to explain yeah. it, but we're running short on time. You want to talk about mind-blown? Mm-hmm. This whole thing with the time zones, I got to tell you, I am. I, I had to download a time zone app. Because now I'm starting to do interviews that with, that's just confusing as hell. And maybe I'll talk about that later on uh, this morning because I'm I am out of my element when it comes to time zones. We will talk about that because I'm my, I have a very very good question about that. Right, then we'll, let's spend a lot of time talking about it. All right, then okay. let's talk about that coming up in ten minutes. All right, it's six fifty eight and Rock One Hundred. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Blow with the king of snow. Get an errands at Rocky's. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, nearly 100% of all players currently in the National Football League will eventually retire from the game. I certainly would have quit by now, but that's mostly because I am no longer in shape to play. You see, I have the ability to quickly understand the breadth and scope of my physical limitations. And as such, I have chose to put my dreams of playing in the NFL into perspective. Hence, I quit dreaming of an NFL career at the age of five. But for some people, and I'm not naming names, although Tom Brady does come to mind, the thought of retiring from football and living life like a normal human being is almost too much to bear. 
Having been booted out of the playoffs over the weekend, there's been much speculation as to what Tom Brady is going to do next. He could take his $220 million net worth and retire like any reasonable 44-year-old quarterback would do, or he could play one more year, fulfill his insane desire to play until the age of 44, and put off his retirement for another season. Or he could keep going until the wheels fall off. According to Brady, much of his decision will be made after he talks it over with his family, who I am sure have probably stated that it's probably time for the old man to give up. So since they're hardly being helpful in this situation, as of right now, Tom Brady has allegedly made no decisions regarding his future. But let's be honest, the man is 44 years old. If you're old enough for a colonoscopy or to receive regular prostate exams, you're too old to be playing football. Secondly, you've been to 10 Super Bowls, you've won seven, you've possibly won every amazing award and accolade that there is to win. There's nothing else left for you to prove other than to say, hey, I played until the age of 45 and possibly longer. In my world, it would have been time to give it a rest. But since Tom Brady has never sought my opinion on anything, I suspect he'll ignore my advice this time too. Yes, you're great. Everybody understands that, but you won't be so great if you're spending the rest of your life blowing snot bubbles out of your face and eating soup because you didn't know when to stop. But hey, the my Yappin Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, a day without Carhartts would be like Sunday. I guess when there's work to do, say like adjusting a microphone or doing a view from the couch segment of Rock 102, Carhartt Workwear from Rocky's will never let you down. Carhartt Workwear, available now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. And Eric Clapton on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be, um, uh, whatchamacallit? What was I going to say? I, uh, the, the, the weather. Uh, it's going to be Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. It's. Uh, I was doing something else here, and I was trying to be funny about it, but now I screwed it up. Hey, uh, anyway, it's going to be a high of 40 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 23. It's 29 downtown Springfield. It is... Uh, it is actually 1.09 a.m. in New Zealand right now. Is that, uh, is that a fact? That is a fact. I'm still trying to figure this out. You know, as, uh, as many of you have heard over the course of uh, nearly 26 years, when it comes to telling the time, that has not really been one of my great talents. It's actually been like a little bit of a stumbling block yeah, yeah, uh, for me. It'll be like 6.30 and you'll be like, it's 8.33. Yeah, and, and, I, and I can't explain yeah. why it happens. It's just a... Uh, you know, Especially when you have like four clocks in front of you. Yeah, it's kind of like a, like a numerical dyslexia in a way. So mm-hmm. if it... If your criticism makes you feel makes you feel bad about uh, being hurtful towards me, then then, then great. But uh, anyway, uh, my point is this: uh, with this podcast that I've been doing, right? Uh, you have a podcast? I, yes, Baxi's well, musical podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify, or directly from baxnobrian.com. I should check that website out once in a while. Well, this week I'm speaking to uh, Marshall Crenshaw, a really interesting interview, which you can catch on all those platforms. Isn't that the one who's saying heard it in a love song? No, that is Marshall Tucker versus Marshall Crenshaw, who sang Someday, Someway, and uh, a bunch of other great, great songs. No, nah, that was the uh, the chicken, Laverne and Shirley. No, that's Penny Marshall, not uh, Marshall Crenshaw. Okay. Anyway, my point is this. Um, uh, when I talked to him, he mm-hmm. was in uh, New York. Uh-huh. So there's no change in, in time zone. Right. Yeah, you, you, you set the time. You you send out the Zoom invite and boom it's it's like it's easy right I got an interview that's coming up uh, uh, probably on Thursday of this week and okay. I don't normally do a Thursday release but uh-huh. it's with this guy uh, from New Haven well I can figure out the time zone in New Haven it's the uh, it's the same time zone we're in actually I believe it's uh, Fairfield time 
Yeah, and right. You're, it's 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 actually seven ten there. It's a minute earlier than we are. I I don't believe that's that's true. Anyway, uh, so he's a he's an album cover artist out of New Haven called uh, Giannis, a guy from uh, from Greece. He's been here for years, but he's done like three hundred album covers. Uh, Recorded that already on Zoom. That was easy. Mm-hmm. I had no problem with that. Okay. Next week, uh, well, I got, I got two more scheduled. I got one um, uh, this week in Madrid, Spain. I've never been to Spain. Kind of like the uh, kind of like the music, though. They say the ladies are insane there, and they sure know how to use it. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, it, it, so they're like six hours away. Uh-huh. Okay, so I can figure out six hours. But then next week, the middle of next week, I got a confirmation email last night that said, uh, we will uh, be available midday on February 2nd. Okay? This guy is based in New Zealand. Mm. New Zealand. New Zealand. It's like the other side of the world is New New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So I had uh, an almost impossible time figuring out what the time zones are. And the differences would be between Springfield and New Zealand. So I downloaded this app, see, called Zones. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing that that, that that blew my mind, okay? If I talk to the guy on February 2nd, midday, uh, noon, on February 2nd, that means I have to be on Zoom with this guy on February 1st at 6 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the guy. In the future. It's not really the future. It's the future. It's not the future. It's like a whole day and a half ahead. I remember uh, my sister telling me, she's a flight attendant. Yeah. And uh, years ago, she was on this, like, Hawaii to Auckland run. Yeah, right. And they would celebrate, like, on New Year's, they would celebrate New Year's twice while they were in the air. Because you could celebrate New Year's on one day and then go to the other country and celebrate New Year's again. So, and I, you'd, so you'd celebrate New Year's in New Zealand and then you'd come back and celebrate New Year's again in Hawaii. Right. And and if you you did like a transcontinental flight, you could do it every hour. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way the time zones go, though. Back. But it hurts my head to even wrap to even think about it. Like I'll be talking to a guy today, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Did I just blow your mind? Because it's blown my mind already. Blown. It's not really tomorrow. Though. Yeah, but when when it comes to scheduling on a calendar, for him it's tomorrow. For him it's tomorrow, but yeah. he'll be talking to me yesterday, and not even realize that All it's right. in the past. You're doing this whole like Marty McFly, Doc Brown time continuum thing. Stop doing that. It's a total time continuum. It's really not. It's just adding the hours up until you reach the next day, and then it starts back all over Steve, again. your logic is uh, just bouncing off me like bullets off a Superman's chest. And as far as I'm concerned, this is the most confusing thing I have ever done for this stupid podcast. Listen, uh, I know time zones can be confusing. I'm, n- I'm by far the smartest person on the face of the planet, but I have a general understanding of how they work. So, I do too, but I'm only good if it's like an hour ahead or an hour after. Now you're talking about, and I don't even know how many time zones we're passing. I know we're talking about the international dateline. You're talking about an island nation uh, off the coast of Australia that I know nothing about uh, New Zealand other than uh, it was it showed up beautifully in the Lord of the Ring films, but that's all I really know. Yeah, but uh, there's 24 time zones. 
in the world. How many hours in a day? 24. Okay. So every hour, the Earth is rotating at one time zone. Right. So at the end of 24 hours, you have completed a day. But if you are in the like noontime here, right? What did, you, what did you say? What was the difference? It's uh, it's I don't know how many. Uh, it, it's different, but it's like uh, twelve o'clock noon in uh, New Zealand is uh-huh. six o'clock p.m. the previous day. The next day, previous day. Wait a minute. Are we going yesterday or today? I thought when you travel over that international dateline, you're actually going into the future. You don't know what you're talking about either, do you? Well, but. It's not about me not knowing what I'm talking about. If I see a time, I just figure it out. Okay, I have to be ready. At What day do you have to be ready? This would be uh, February. Well, it depends. It's February 2nd for him, February 1st for me. Okay, so you're the one that's the day behind. You just you just screwed that up two seconds ago. Right. Yeah. Right. You said he was a day behind when he's actually a day ahead. He's a day ahead. I'm the day behind. It's he's in the future. A, I'm in the past. It's not even a full day ahead. It's All right. hours ahead. All right. It's See, like 20, maybe 20 hours ahead. Steve, you got your 24 uh, time zones, right? Yeah. Let's just assume that what you're telling me is true. Uh-huh. And, let's, and let's just assume that, uh, uh, okay, we, we, we schedule a Zoom meeting, okay? Follow me on this one because okay. I'm going uh, somewhere with it. And the same time zones exist as planned. Let's just say I've got a, uh, a, a, a Zoom call with a guy at 6 p.m. our time, but noon in New Zealand time, but the date falls on a leap year. Then what happens? Then it would just be if it was the 29th, then you would be interviewing him on the 28th. Right? I think well, what would happen is I wouldn't be able to talk to the guy for another four years. That's what I'm thinking might happen. Uh, you're making this more complicated. Than How it am I, be. Steve? I'm making this as simple as simple can be. Because you should just be focused on what time you're doing the interview and what time he's going to be ready for the interview. So if the interview is you, what did you say? What What is your time that you have to be ready for? I would have to be ready by six o'clock p.m. p.m. And it is what? Like what time is it there when he answers the phone? Noon. Okay, that's all you need to know. Is it really? Yes, it really is. I don't think so. Because i got to be ready a day before he is. Oh, my God. He's operating on a whole (laughs) different clock than I'm operating on. Ever hear the story about when you flush a toilet in Australia, it goes the opposite way? Can't be any different than New Zealand. It's only a few miles off the coast. I'm finally starting to understand why somebody would want 12 weeks away from you. (laughs) I don't understand what you're getting at. Because you're making this more confusing than it should be. Am I really, Yes, because all you need to do, it's not like you're keeping time. You're not the time. You're not father time of uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Steve, what I have. You just need to know what time he's going to be there and what time you need to be there. Here's, Here's the challenge. It's going to be up to me to send the Zoom invite to him. So do I? So here's the, the here's where it gets confusing. Uh huh. Do I send it for February first or February second? You send it for February second because that's the day that he's going to be expecting your call. You set that up on the first for yourself because that's the time you need to do. <laughs> we'll see about that.
my guess is he's going to be late. Yeah, and I just, I'll be I early, almost by a full you. day. I don't get you that you're making this more complicated than it should be. I'm not the one that created the time zone, Steve, and I'm not the one who said specifically, let's do it on the second at noon. <sighs> I agree with the listener who just wrote in, this is painful. Jeez. It's not painful. Yes, it's, it is It's painful. trying to understand how the world works and the clock. And it's all very different depending on where you're standing. Right now I'm standing in East Longmeadow. This guy's standing in Auckland, New, uh, New Zealand. You know what I think your problem is? You play with your clock too much. That's what it comes down to. I think you're clock blocking is you're, what I'm you're thinking. You're clock blocking. You're making yeah, up all these different clock things, and you're touching the clock, and you're twirling it around, no, and I'm you're not, tying oh, it a bow, and you're throwing is, it over your shoulder. This is why I need this app. It's the only thing that's keeping me from total uh, a total breakdown of communication. All you need to do is go, hey, Siri, what time is it in New Zealand? She didn't tell me a thing. She didn't tell you anything? No, she's not operating right now. Did it, did it go off? No. No, it didn't. It did. uh, hey, Siri. Let's see if uh, she's talking. What time is it in New Zealand? She says it's in Wellington, New Zealand. Uh, 1.20 a.m. Well, see, that's all you need to know. Siri can help you do this. Is She's a personal assistant. She's not doing me much good. She is going to be doing you good. Well, I'm not talking to him Remind now. Remind me, Siri, when I should do this interview with this guy that's halfway across the world. Yeah, we'll see about that. Is it uh, Colin Hay, I hope? No, it is not Colin Hay. Uh, and he is Australian. He's not new, uh, from uh, New Zealand. Yeah. I couldn't do that Vegemite sandwich line. No. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually a, a guy from one of the most important bands out of New Zealand. A <clears throat> band from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, bands... From New Mm. Zealand. All right. And we will start with the Salmonella Dub. Nope. The Dimmers. Nope. Catch a Fire with a K. No. The Headless Chickens. Not even close. Elamino P. No. Die, die, die. No, no, no. Jean-Paul Sarté experience. No. The Keel Isles. No. The Cavaliers. Absolutely not. Cora. Not even close. Above ground. You couldn't be further from the truth. Is it above ground? I'm hoping he's still above ground. Uh, Hello, sailor. No. Lab. No. I I I don't I don't know. Can you can you tell me? You want me to tell you? Yeah, I want you to tell me. It's a Tim Finn from the band Split Ends. Yeah, I. (laughs) Oh God, the Split Ends. Why didn't you say so? You would never heard the song, uh, the song "I Got You." I had all their albums. No, you didn't. I know. Uh, let's put it this way: uh, his younger brother Neil was in the band, uh, still in the band, Crowded House, and for a time, so was Tim. <clears throat> Crowded House, I've heard of. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, before Crowded House, was Crowded House there was Split Zealand? Ends. Was Crowded House from New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought they were English. No, New Zealand. The Finn brothers are from New Zealand. I'm talking to Tim Finn in the future. Not Neil Finn. Not Neil Finn. He was from Crowded House. Tim, well, for a while they were both in Crowded House. But it's Neil's band. Um, And they were both in split ends together. Although it was Tim's band initially. And then Neil joined. And then they had a couple of hits uh, internationally. And now he's about to release new uh, new music. And that's why I'm talking to him. 
I'm starting on a specific date in which I will be talking to him almost a full day and a half. I'm starting in the future. To, I'm starting to think that maybe Bax, you are as full of bullshiznit with music as you are with time. Everything I just told you yeah. is absolutely true. That you're an idiot and you can't tell time. I didn't say I was out. an idiot, and I didn't say I but couldn't didn't tell have time. To say it, no. But you did say it by saying it. No, I'm telling you what the schedule is, and the schedule is something I cannot understand. Well, good luck to you with all of that. It's going to be a good one. It's 7:24 with Bax and Nagel and Rock. It's uh, 7:26 with uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it, or 1:25 a.m. in Auckland, New Zealand. Well. What, doing that now no not now i'm just trying to uh, just trying to let you know what's going on in the world it's actually uh, gonna be sunny and a high of 39 today 28 right now in downtown springfield you know uh obviously meatloaf passed away last thursday yes and then uh i love reddit i love going on reddit and finding out all these little things that people post and <laughs> one of this thing was an email and this is true because multiple people got this email anybody who was a weber grill customer right it's just this picture. It's, it's it's a screenshot of an email, and it says, From Weber, our sincerest apologies. Dear John, this morning you received our weekly recipe of the week email, which was sent to you every Friday. In today's email, we highlighted a grilled meatloaf recipe. <laughs> At the time we shared this recipe with you, we were not aware of the unfortunate passing of American singer and actor Mr. Marvin Lee Aday, also known as Meatloaf. meatloaf. We want to express our deepest apologies for this oversight <laughs> and for any offense this email may have caused. We send our condolences to Mr. Aday's family and fans. Thank you for understanding the Weber family. Well, yeah, what are the what are the odds? I mean, they 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 choose but, these things well in advance. But how unfortunate is that that it just happened? Yeah, you're right. They picked these out probably for the entire year. Of course probably they Probably somebody already these pro and they're probably recycled recipes yeah from 2 years ago and you know? know who who among us didn't feel like okay you know what maybe to honor uh, the con musical contributions of meatloaf wouldn't wouldn't a, a meatloaf sound perfect tonight for dinner and here's a picture of a casket inside of an oven that says meatloaf cooking instructions <sighs> 1800 degrees for 3 to 4 hours See now that that was the meme I I mentioned earlier that I didn't want to mention because that one is is so offensive and so insensitive that once I was done laughing for three hours straight, I uh, I felt uh, almost bad for doing it. Oh man, I'm going to hell. <laughs> A buddy I know sent that to me yeah. almost immediately. That was out within. Probably about an hour of Meatloaf's death. You're going to burn the hell out of that thing. Uh, I think there's going to be some uh, burning in hell going around. And it plenty. Ain't, and it ain't no bad out of hell either. No, it ain't. It's 728. News is next to Rock 102. How many inches did Chicopee get? How about Enfield or Greenfield? Rock 102 is always live and local with up-to-the-minute storm information and reports. Powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Winter Storm headquarters before and after the storm. If your New Year's resolution was to go buy a vehicle, you should go see my buddy John Kupek, the GM over at Leah Toyota of Wilbraham. Because New England, Leah Toyota of Wilbraham is ringing in the new year with truckloads of new Toyotas arriving daily. 
Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Tacomas, and more take advantage of interest rates as low as 1.99% or rebates of up to $1,500. The year's best lease rates and highest trade values are waiting for you at Leah Toyota of Wolverham. If your new Toyota is not in stock, order your 2022 today. Leah Toyota Wilbraham, 2145 Boston Road or 24-7 at leahtoyotaofwilbraham.com. 731 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Call now and you'll receive 40% off installation. Plus, if you mention Rock 102, you'll get a free shower fixture upgrade valued at $500. Yankeehome.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. I just sent that link to you. We're, we're talking about Reddit and how you can go down these rabbit holes on Reddit and keep yourself occupied all damn day long. Now, this one you just sent me. You That's, said you can't you can't search for this. No, because it's uh it's like one of these like quarantine categories. I don't know what the hell that means. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> you can only You already saw that you already saw it, right? The one with the rubber chicken? The the name of the category is called I'm going to hell for this, but you can't <laughs> fi- you can't find it uh, you know, just on the search. You have to have that direct link. So now every time you want to go back and look at that category, you gotta click on that link. Yep. Because it's not in the in the in the list. Oh yeah. See, I, I this is this is the best kind of uh, subreddit when you know when it's being made by people who have no soul. Yeah. And 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 absolutely, well, uh, you, you know, no sympathy for the world. There used to be a subreddit called uh, uh, I think it was called Too Soon, and they've deleted that because <laughs> yes. I guess it was getting a little too much. Right. And too soon. It was too soon. Yeah, but it was like, well, that's the whole idea of it. You know, people can post things and they can be distasteful and right. not funny at all. But sometimes people have this really dark sense of humor and the joke is really funny. That's what I was just talking about, that meatloaf the thing. thing. <laughs> 1,800 <laughs> degrees in three to four hours. The thing I don't get is when you go down these rabbit holes uh. in, in Reddit and you find yourself in a, in a place that has absolutely... You know, no rules to it. Yeah. You wonder what does it take to get yourself bounced out of Reddit. It doesn't I mean, take much because there was one that I, I don't even know what category it was in. I got banned from the red from the subreddit. Really? Because every this is the whole thing about this Reddit thing. If you're like really into this, you well, you start learning all the rules very quickly if you break them. I commented on something, and then it said, you didn't use the word I. Like, every comment has to start with, I did this, or I did this. It's like a... Was yeah. that was that a rule for that particular it, it was, subreddit it or was, it was like a it was like a it was a parenting subreddit and somebody was asking for advice and I just wrote out like, hey, that's probably not a good idea, you know. Yeah. Whatever. I don't even remember what the hell the subject was. But about. You, because you didn't use the word I. Yeah. That so was then, enough to get you booted. Yeah. So then I. Well, then I wrote the the moderator going, uh, "Excuse me, uh, what's this all about? I don't understand." And then I was banned completely. I could never go back into that again. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. I'll be damned. But basically, Reddit is a bunch of hall monitors together working for this giant corporation. They don't get paid to do that. Right. But they're like the hall. They're the ones that can decide whether you uh, get to live or die, kind of thing. On, Man, on I'll tell you what, because I mean, I was yeah, you got to be I really was, careful. I was going down the rabbit hole the other day, and I could, I like, I was like, how you, 
You couldn't got, get away with this on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Well, we do the uh, we do that bit, the uh, am I the a hole? Yeah, uh, thing we do that, and uh, that's on there. But then there's, uh, let's see, public freakout. That's a good one. Murdered by words. That's a really good one. And uh, what's the other one that I, I uh, uh, frequent a lot? No, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. That's right, like you think something horrible is going to happen because of what is unfolding in a video. Right. But then it all turns out all right. Oh, that's end. good. Yeah. That's good. So. See, I got I to gotta start to, I got to get more involved in it. I'm not involved. I'm just kind of dipping my toe mm. in the Reddit water right now. That's all uh, I'm really doing. Once you uh, once you get into it, bags, there ain't no getting out. That's probably be true. Stuck in that for the rest of your life. Uh, let's see. Uh, memorial service for a beloved community leader who died on Martin Luther King's birthday will be held virtually because of the COVID nineteen pandemic. But people will be invited to give their condolences in person at the wake. The wake for Ronald Johnson will be held from 5 to 8 p.m. Friday at St. John's Congregational Church on Hancock Street. The memorial service celebrating his life will begin at 11 a.m. on Saturday and can be viewed by logging on to the Facebook or YouTube page for the St. John's Church. Johnson, who's best known as Ron, died on January 15th from a COVID-related illness. His family said strict COVID protocols, including wearing masks and social distancing, will be followed during the wake. Uh, Big guy in the community. Yeah, and 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 very very well respected guy. Very well respected. It was very sad uh, that this had to happen. Um, but uh, the, all the information you want to go on uh, Mass Live, you can get all the information for, yeah. the, for the funeral there. Uh, when Officer John Lewis caught up to the green sedan, he saw speeding f- down Main Street in Hamden at eighty to ninety miles per hour. The car was upside down on its roof, and the driver was outside of the vehicle, admitting that he was quote stupid. The crash killed Michael Edgett of Hamden, the father of two young daughters. The driver, Kevin Cervantes, 28, also of Hamden, now faces multiple charges, including multiple vehicle, or motor vehicle homicide by reckless operation, drunk driving, and failure to stop for police. Cervantes, a U.S. postal employee, pleaded not guilty in Palmer District Court on Monday. Judge Michael Mulcahy set bail at $2,000 cash or $20,000 surety and ordered him to stay drug and alcohol free, uh, according to court records. 80 to 90 miles an hour on Main Street. I mean, you know that road. It's 30 miles an hour through there. Yeah. 25 in some spots, I would imagine, right? I mean, and and it's not not a flat road. I mean, there's... very windy. Very windy, kind of a lot of, you know, know, dips and stuff. Yeah. I mean, wow, it's, that's amazing. Uh, the officer was parked and monitoring speed by radar on Main Street at about 1.30 a.m. Sunday when he saw the sedan approaching from the south, traveling at 40 to 45 miles an hour. The driver slowed when he neared the cruiser and was recorded traveling at 39 miles per hour on the radar. Lewis then saw the car accelerate. Officer Lewis pulled out and attempted to catch up to the vehicle, which was now estimated to be traveling at 60 to 70 miles an hour. Lewis caught up to the car and put the blue lights on to pull the driver over. Instead, Cervantes sped up to 80 to 90 miles an hour, and the officer lost sight of the vehicle near the intersection of Sewell Road. He then came upon the crash at 967 Main Street. So the crash actually happened in Wolverham. Yeah, it, 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 it from... had just passed uh, Sewell Road, and they had Main Street yeah. shut down for hours uh, when because asked, of this. When asked about operating the vehicle in that manner, Cervantes apologized to Officer Lewis and stated that it was, quote, stupid. Uh, he also showed signs that he had been drinking. So, awful situation yes, going it on is. there. Uh, let's see. Uh, I haven't heard back from Eric Lesser yet, but I really want to talk to him about Cliff's Notes. 
It's not Cliff's notes. It's, it's the, the Cliff's effect. Yeah, the Cliff's effect. It's, it's, Cliff's it's, notes would be not, like if you're if you're trying to uh, read uh, Catcher in the Rye. Is there a Cliff notes for the bill so I don't have to read the entire thing? There's usually a summary uh, in these bills, which is what most politicians read. Yeah. Senator Eric Lesser held a Facebook Live interview on Monday to discuss this legislation and its impact of the on the Cliff effect. Hey, guys, uh, just uh, checking in here from Longmeadow. Uh, you guys want to see my toy trains? Oh, no, you want to hear about the legislation? Okay, hang on one second. You know, my I, papers together. I mentioned this before. You know, I, I spend a, a good deal of time watching videos online. Uh, you know, your TikToks, uh, your Instagrams, you know, pretty soon uh, more and more Reddits. Yeah. If I got a notification that Eric Lesser was going to do a live Facebook video. Live you know, from Longmeadow. You know what I would do? What? I'd go back to TikTok and uh, into Reddit. Would you? I don't know if there's any local politician that would uh, motivate me to watch a video on Facebook. No offense to any of them uh, personally. It just, just doesn't seem to be the kind of thing I would do. I would watch uh, Mayor Dom Dom live on Facebook. Even Dom. He doesn't I mean, even have a Facebook page, does he? I don't know if he does. I don't think he does. But even if he was on the, uh, the city of Springfield... Yeah. Uh, Facebook page. And again, no offense to the mayor. I like the mayor. You know, on a personal level, I like Dom Sarno. But am I going to go, oh, man, let me just put all my important stuff aside and watch this video with Dom Sarno? Dom Sarno would be the kind of guy that would wear a shirt that says, uh, your girlfriend likes this with the Facebook thumbs up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he would. Yeah, well, I don't know. Could be. Uh, but yeah, I, I have no interest in seeing any of these politicians on online Not anywhere. I don't really? See, yeah, right. I don't, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just nice to you when I see you out. Yeah, I'm not even sure I, I want to uh, you know watch a <laughs> watch a politician in person. Never mind on video. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to meet a lot of politicians in person. See, that's the thing. It's like you know, many of these people are nice, but when they get t together collectively as a whole, mm -hmm. they're a bunch of idiots. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, paint them all with a broad brush. I mean, you know, actually, when you're when you're having just a personal little chit chat, they're perfectly fine. Uh, well, uh, Richie Neal was the one who said that on this very show. Well, people don't like their uh, congressmen. They just don't like Congress. Yeah. yeah. Why would that be? I have no idea. You asked the person that spent 26 years in Congress. Uh, Springfield firefighters battled a fire in a vacant house on Belmont Avenue yesterday afternoon, which resulted in much of lower Belmont being closed to traffic in both directions. Fire Department spokesman uh, Drew Captain Drew Pimonti said that as of 5 p.m. yesterday, because nobody followed up on whether this thing was out or not. Right. Now, it is the end of the business day. The fire at 66 Belmont was mostly out, but firefighters were in the attic looking for lingering hot spots. No one was injured. The fire appeared to have started on the rear porch and worked up to the siding into the attic. The property is near uh, Blake Hill Road and Layford Terrace. Oh, that's like down the lower end down there. Yeah. Uh, going towards like the south end, right? <clears throat> uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's the lower Belmont. How about that? Well, I'm looking at the uh, the place right now. It's on uh, it's on Zillow. It says it's off the market. Off the market. It is this week. Why is it off the market? <laughs> well, right now there's well, been a fire inside of it. Yeah, some some smoke damage. That's how they put the listing in. Now this is a uh, is this a is a six bedroom, two and a half bath, thirty nine hundred square feet. Ooh. Uh, the zestimate is two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. 
Really? Damn. Really? Those houses are huge in that neighborhood. Some of them are, yeah. Uh, I knew a guy uh, who owned a house in Forest Park. Place it was gigantic. It had he was, was it rent- one of the Victorians. He was yeah, and he was renting it like he had re- like he was cordoning off like rooms in the attic. Oh to yeah, be used as apartments. He had like probably fifteen people living in this three family home, but many of them were like, you know, it was like the one apartment was shared. Yeah, so like you know, four or five people shared that one apartment. You know, when I when I first came to town back in the, the mid nineties, mm-hmm. uh, we were looking for like an apartment. Yeah, and uh, we looked in Forest Park, and there was an apartment in one of those Victorians. It wasn't on Sumner Avenue, but it was like right, you know, right off Sumner Avenue. And uh, oh man, was it uh, beautiful with yeah. this gorgeous green shag carpeting and nineteen forties era uh, <laughs> wallpaper and light yeah. fixtures. Oh and, yeah. Oh my God, it was just it was so retro that we. Well. Couldn't get out of there fast enough. The uh, I lived in one of those homes off of White Street years ago, and it was a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. The people that owned it actually re- redid it inside. Right. And I lived on the third floor of this house, and it was like you wouldn't even you couldn't even tell that you were in an attic. Yeah. Like that's how like big these attics were back in the day. And it was properly ventilated and air air conditioning and all yeah. that stuff. So it was like you wouldn't even know you were in like a like a Upstairs attic. Yeah, you know, they they they, they used to uh, call Springfield uh, the city of homes, and and they used to mean it uh, once upon a time. You know, now they call it the city of homes, and now they don't they don't even know what that means. But now, but it's if the you city of renters, right? But there were I mean, there are houses like in the McKnight section of yeah. town, and and uh, a while back when we were looking at houses, uh, I think it was on Clarendon Street, uh, you know, in, in McKnight. And uh, this house was just—it was just—it was jaw-dropping, and it was dirt cheap because it's in McKnight. But the house was absolutely gorgeous. It had a ballroom. A ballroom. It had a ballroom in this house. That's awesome. I mean, I don't really even know what I would do with a ballroom. Well, I suppose I'd have balls. You'd have to do your balls in the ballroom. I mean, I—I I, I don't know of anybody who. You know, has just balls in their house, but uh, well, you've this, been this had this had you know plenty of room for for dancing and a band and uh, you know maybe a you know maybe a catering area, a and carving maybe, station, maybe some parcheesi in the parlor. Well, come on, well, now you're talking stupid. Yeah. But uh, to have a a ball in your own home, yeah, I thought about that for a hot minute. Was that the uh, Brian McKnight district? I don't know if it was uh, the Brian McKnight uh, one, district. You're like a dream come true. Yes. Two, just want to be with you. Yes. Three. Uh, What's what number it? three? Well, I can't get the lyrics. Girl, it's plain to see ah, yeah, that okay. you're the only one for me. And yeah. four, you repeat steps one through three. Five, I'll make you fall in love with me. And if ever I believe my work is done. That all started right back at one. You know, you bring up excellent points, but I'm going to say no. That had nothing to do with this house, but it did eventually sell. And it's it's it, it's just I mean you know, the woodwork, yeah, breathtaking. There's no other way to describe that house. A breathtaking, breathtaking. You said the same thing about the baby. The baby was breathtaking. Yeah. A 19-year-old student at the University of Liverpool is going viral after telling the story of how Axe body spray supposedly made his nipples fall off. And now he'll never have nipples again. 
He says it happened in high school when he was 15 and there was a dare involved. He was in the locker room when a friend dared him to empty two full cans of Axe body spray by letting them blast his nipples with it. Because this is what you do in a locker room. Yeah, right. The point was to see if he could take the cold because spray deodorant comes out cold because it's under pressure in the can. And mm-hmm. he didn't want to think it would be bad. He didn't think it would be bad, but it was. He toughed it out and finished the dare by uh, letting them empty both cans of spray directly onto his chest. But then the friend decided to flick the very frigid nipples and they broke off his chest. Right, let me ask you this. Yeah. What's worse? Losing uh, the use of your nipples for the rest of your life or smelling like Axe body spray? I was going to say, I think smelling like Axe body spray would I don't, do I'd be more than willing to lose a nipple or two uh, to avoid smelling like a bottle or two of Axe. Uh, he says they were bloody at first but posted a photo of what one looks like now four years later. It's a little bit darker than you'd expect for his skin tone, and it's basically flat. There's no more protuberance. It's just flat, and it looks like a, like somebody beat the crap out of his nipple. Yeah, dude, you weren't doing anything with those nipples anyway. Big whoop. Uh, so it looks but going like, around the town smelling like, uh, like, a, like, I don't even know what the smells are. Yeah, it's smelling like a pine tree that's been, you know, sweated all over. It Ain't looked, worth it. The cold. It looks like the cold burned them off, and it's just weird, dark scar looking. That's creepy. That is creepy. You know, I uh, speaking of Axe body spray, years ago on this very radio station, I was asked to do uh, a shift on a weekend, like okay. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or something like that. Sure. And uh, this particular boss that we had who uh, looked like a turtle. Remember him? I knew, know exactly yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, a drunken turtle. I was going to say he drank like a fish, but he was looked you're like right. a turtle. Uh, but he uh, he was like, I want you to put really a lot of effort into this. All right, you know, it's really important that we get the uh, the sound that we want, you know. So he's having me like fake phone calls and things like that, you know. Like, and you were doing you were doing. Yeah, I was the phone call, calls I was calling in me. the phony phone calls. Yeah, and then that would piss him off even more because that's not what he wanted. Right. He wanted you going. Hey, could you play the police every breath you take? But what you would do was go on these two-and-a-half-minute rants about how your life sucks, your wife just left you, yeah, and right. all this stuff. Could you please, for the love of God, play the police, everybody, yeah. or whatever it was. And, uh, and, and one time, I was, I was trying to do comedy, right? Right. I was trying to do comedy on one of these little breaks yeah, in yeah. the show. Yeah. And I said, um, I said, well, there was the story of this kid out in the Midwest somewhere who had a, a severe allergic reaction to Axe body spray. Okay, right? yeah. And I said, the only reason they found out that he uh, was using, that he was allergic to Axe body spray because he uh, swelled up with extreme douchiness. <laughs> That's comedy gold. It's not really comedy gold. It's, it's, like a, dumb, it's a dumb one-off joke. Yeah. It's not even, it was just, it was something that I could say. Well, wouldn't you know, Somebody heard that. And? Somebody who lives in, like, the listening area, I guess, but more further down south, southern Connecticut. Okay. This woman uh, was very offended by that because she has a child who suffers from severe allergic reactions. Now... For the love of God, lady, I was not, not making oh. fun of 
a severe allergic reaction I was making fun of Axe body spray, which very well deserves to be made fun of. Yes. And she didn't see that. She didn't see that. So what she what she did, I told you what she did. What she did? She went on her Facebook group of all these people across the country right. who have kids with severe allergic reactions and then wrote a post going, this DJ in Springfield, Massachusetts should be fired oh, for his boy. unsympathetic remarks regarding people with severe allergies. Uh, long and the short of it, you were not fired. No, I was not fired. But uh, but the boss that dragged you into his office to complain to you. I really don't think that lady was upset about me making fun of people with allergies. Because I just, wasn't. Yeah, she just liked to complain. She likes to axe body spray. No women really, really like Axe body spray. What are you talking about? On the commercial, the guy puts it on, the chick goes, bow, chicka, wow, wow. Yeah, that, but that's that's fantasy. And that's there to, to, to push units. That's no, That's no. only there to sell more Axe body spray. Axe body spray is the kind of stuff a guy will wear when he doesn't know what he's supposed to smell like in public. Well, look, if you just spill like a vodka tonic on you, you smell like a nightclub at 2 a.m. Which isn't much different. But the Axe body spray and the and the, uh, the the booze. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. People get all uh, worked up over nothing. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 23. It's 28 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Always at your fingertips at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and Tom Petty on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, sunny with a high of 39 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of only 23 and a low of zero, which is, sounds fantastic. It's uh, 28 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, I feel like every time we do this, uh, this bit, we never uh, have come to any conclusion about a theme song or an intro or anything. I feel like... Uh, I feel like it needs something, but not, you know, something, you know, too obnoxious. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't really need a theme song. I just, I just feel like it needs something. That's all. I mean, it's I'm not that not, uh, well, suggesting that the, we overthink this. It just, it seems like something we should probably do. Uh, this is uh, called "Am I the Ale?" Okay. Are right, you ready? I am uh, ready. By the way, we were talking about Reddit. Uh, somebody sent me. Uh, uh, <laughs> my neighbor actually sent me a. Uh, another subreddit to check out. All right. Took too much was the the one. I think I just told, yeah, you showed just, you that I one. Just, I just joined that one. Uh, i got to spend some time. It's about a bunch of people who uh, took too many drugs or alcohol. Uh, alcohol. Or what have you. Ready to fall over. There's one guy uh, ready on a parade float ready to look like he's ready to barf right up the Fan- side of it. Fantastic. Funny. You ready for this one, though? I'm ready. Am I the a-hole for telling uh, my husband if he resumes a friendship, I'm out? You ready? Okay. I, 42 female, have been with Kyle, 47 male, for 15 years. We have a non-traditional relationship and are our second marriage to each other. Second marriage to each other? So they were married once, stopped, got married again to each other? Yeah. Okay. The last five years, we have finally hit our stride. Now for the issue. And there ain't nobody going to break their stride. Ain't no one going to slow them down. Oh, no. I got to keep on moving. But you might have to. Last summer, Kyle wanted us to hang out with Maria, 37 female, who he works with and uh, was new to the area. Uh-huh. Nothing new. What was new, him outing our lifestyle to a work contact on our first outing. 
What I figured out later, he found her attracted, attractive and wanted to invite her into our lifestyle. What does that mean exactly? I don't know. She was totally into it. We never had an exclusive third before. They must be into threesomes. Third before, and, th and thus we tried to be responsible and smart about it. Mm -hmm. Almost immediately, the expectations and boundaries we set began to erode. Of course they did. Of course. I was repeatedly told that Maria just couldn't believe I meant what I said in relation to any topics around the relationship. She kept saying she was scared and I would make him leave her at any minute. That's not how I am. Whenever we tried to have discussions about the relationship, it had to be on her timetable or not at all. It got to the point that I was told that not to texting Kyle during their time together because I was infringing and limiting her freedoms. Maria... Yeah. I just had a threesome with Maria. <laughs> Kyle and Maria. Maria, Maria, gonorrhea. Kyle and Maria have had several large fights over their five-month relationship. So this is like the open relationship yes. is what I'm gathering. Right, right. He's banging her, and then a couple days a week he goes and bangs the other one. Right. And she was okay with it until now. Yeah, right. Uh Kyle and I fights over their five-month relationship. Uh, topics include Kyle and I going on vacation, planned months before meeting her, who we met, uh, what we did on vacation, him skewing conversations to get what he wants, her adding new relationships and not informing, mm -hmm. all directions, have uh, existing friendships with lifestyle couples, me not wanting to be part of the relationship anymore, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this, uh, this woman, this Maria that we're talking about, yeah, she works with the husband? Maria works with the husband. This yeah. is an inner office, inner threesome office. situation. It's not even a threesome. They're seeing each other separately. I see. But so it's an it's open a, relationship. An open relationship. Uh huh. Things came to a head at the end of the year when Kyle and Maria got fired. Turns out they were both missing work due to her mental health. He was leaving work to take care of her, yet telling me he was still at work. There's your problem. This, there you go. He wound up having a massive panic attack a week later. She was at a wedding with her other partners, not texting Kyle back. It led to a scary note and missing persons report. Everything was fine by the end of the night, but I did yell at Maria on the phone to get her crap together. Not my best moment, I admit. Mm. It took a couple more weeks, but kindly finally broke it off, and things between us began to get back to normal. You know, Which wasn't normal to begin with. I, I've never been in an open relationship. I, I'm not so sure I, I want to be in one. I just would imagine that if you're going to be in one, yeah, you need to establish a series of rules first. Don't you think? Don't you think there needs to be some sort of understanding, uh, some communication no. involved, honesty perhaps? I think in any situation like that, Unless somebody is not emotionally connected to any of the other two, right. that's the only way it's going to work. Right. But uh, it sounds to me like this couple did not establish clear-cut no. rules either. And and uh, you know, is is the woman writing the uh, the letter the a hole? Mm -hmm. Uh no. I'd, I'd actually well. say the guy and the uh, the woman Maria were the a hole by by uh, by ignoring. Every possible rule while like lying. I didn't finish the story yet. Oh, okay, go on. All right, ready? This is the last paragraph. This is the good stuff. Fast forward two months, Kyle was starting his new job. Maria reaches out and asks for closure. It took him three days to tell me about it. He said he wasn't going to meet her in person, just over text, but honestly, I miss her friendship. I thought it was for a, thought about it for a couple days. Watching them text daily, I asked if he was almost done, and his reply was, yes, now we are just deciding on being friends. And I just couldn't. I could not. 
I told him that I cannot pick who he is friends with, but I can't control who I let into my life. If he's going to let her in again, then I will be stepping out of the situation. There was too much strife and drama when she was around. He called me childish, immature, and unfair for giving him an ultimatum like this. He hasn't spoken to me for mm. two days. Yeah, he's the a-hole. All right, yeah. I, then, uh, actually, it sounds like they're all a bunch of a-holes. I mean, if you're trying to make it work with this one, you really it sounds like you don't really want to make it work with that one. You and really, you know it. would rack with, back with... Uh, Maria. And you've created a sloppy situation no matter where this guy goes. A sloppy second situation. Right? Yes. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I'd almost say that uh, they might be better off apart. It sounds like all three of them are a-holes. I think you're right, Steve. Yeah. I think... uh, You know, here I was for a minute thinking it was just uh, Kyle and Maria, but you know what? They they all share a certain amount of blame here. I like how she was at a wedding with her other partners, not just one guy. Too confusing. Way too confusing. Uh, You want another one? Yeah, why not? we got some time. Am I the a-hole for eating my fast food in the car so my girlfriend can't have the first bite? I've been living with my girlfriend for the past six months. We're both in our early 20s and have an overall great relationship. From well before our relationship began, I've been a big fast food eater. There's an intersection in my city that hosts seven different fast food restaurants. Wow. Wait, what city are you in, sir? <laughs> How can we get there? And I'll frequently... Uh, I f- I'll frequent... He'll frequent them regularly. often, regularly. Okay. Said it wrong. Since I do uh, shift work, I'm generally off the clock around 11 a.m. And being too tired to cook, I'll hit up a burger joint for a cheeseburger and some fries. My girlfriend always wants to have exactly one bite, exclusively the first bite of every item I order. Why? I don't know. She's already an a-hole for doing that. I don't get that. Uh, When I noticed this, I would start by contacting her on my way to the restaurant, asking if she wanted something. Her answer was consistently consistently no, but when I get home and dig in, the crinkling of a fast food bag is like Pavlov's dog bell to her. She'll immediately (laughs) beeline straight for wherever I'm eating and ask if she can have a bite. I've asked her if I could just leave a little at the end. No, no, no. She wants the first bite. What difference does it make? I've pleaded with her to just let me buy her food, and she doesn't want to eat that much. I've tried ordering a bit more and letting her polish off the whole burger. No, she'll turn every item into a sampler platter and throw away the food I bought for her after the first bite if I don't eat it. This sounds like a woman with a control problem. It does sound like a huge control problem. I Listen, if I, if I get food, I think the gentlemanly thing to do would be to make sure I get the first bite. That way, if it's poisonous, she I won't put her in a position where uh, she may die as a result of the poison. I think the chivalrous thing to do is for the dude to eat first. Yeah, he said, I don't like it. I don't like this bizarre culinary thing going on. For the no. past few weeks, I've been eating in my car and discreetly disposing of the wrapper. So now you've turned into a fast foodaholic yeah, hiding your issue because she can't she can't eat anything. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's that's her own damn fault. If she's hungry, get a get a kids meal. Get a get a happy meal for crying out loud. I was just telling her I wasn't hungry after work, but the other day she found a garbage bag full of fast food wrappers in our bin on the garbage day, and now she is furious. Am I the a-hole for not sharing with her? No, no, I think she's the a-hole. For insisting that she get the first bite. Yeah, what, I don't understand that. That sounds like a narcissist. 
Like, I need to be the one yeah. to have the food yeah. first. Yeah, and these are my rules. You're and a control there's freak. No flexibility. Yeah. Why should he have to give up his food? If you're hungry, get your own damn food. He's already offered to pay for it. These people are whacked. I don't understand that at all. I mean, listen, the only thing you should control is control yourself. Shouldn't be controlling anybody else. You know, they are what they are, and, 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 and people need to go through their own journey in life. If that means i got to order my own uh, you know, Big Mac with large fries and a shake, those are my items that I ordered. Get your own. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Good yes. for you. You sing it, sister. Yes, yes. You tell her. Yes. You, I'll have my own food. <sighs> and that is Am I the A-Hole on Rock 102. Utility costs... 831 with Bax and O'Brien, or Bax and O'Brien. Yeah, whatever. It's time for news brought to you by uh, Taxland, Boston Road in Springfield, or Cottage Street in East Hampton, taxlandonline.com. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A COVID-19 vaccine designed by Pfizer to specifically defend the body against the Omicron variant of the virus is set to enter clinical trials. So soon? I know. This would have been helpful to me uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> this would have been Three helpful to me right, a, right around Christmas time. The uh, trials will test the safety, tolerability, and efficacy of the vaccine in healthy adults by ages 18 to 55. Pfizer and its partner, German, uh, how do you say it? Is it BioNTech or is it BioNTech? I, I don't know. It's anyway. German. I, and I don't even know German. Cha. Cha. BioNTech. You want the schlot and the schnoggin? Yeah, we give you a shot right in the schnoggin. I would have thought that a guy like you with a German heritage would know how to pronounce all those words. I kind of do, but I can't say them because they're dirty. I like that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, having had uh, the COVIDs uh, now, both of us, I think we can both agree that getting it a second time is not appealing. It's not appealing. And here... Let it out. I I just, I don't really want to get into this. But well, then don't get into it. Well, I mean, the people who don't want to get vaccinated, I really yeah. do credit the fact that I only suffered like this cold like symptoms because of the fact that I had three shots in me. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around, and you see a guy like, you know, Meatloaf. I never taken nothing. That's my hill I'm going to die on. And he, in fact, died on that very hill. But there are many people out there like him, right? But there are also many people like uh, like uh, like a meatloaf. And again, I don't know, you want to criticize a guy who can't defend himself anymore? But uh, yeah. you know, I mean, that guy. Well, none of them can happened, defend themselves anymore. True, but you know, that guy put a lot of things in his system over the years that he didn't know what was in it. Well, yeah, I I mean, I guess you could say that. But that was the whole idea behind the vaccine because you damaged your body so much. Like if you gave me I a help you. if you gave me a chicken pot pie, mm-hmm. I don't always know what's in that chicken pot pie, but I'll be damned if that thing's gonna go uneaten. It's just because <sighs> I don't know what's in it. You know, it's I, a chicken pot pie. I'll eat around all the stuff I can't identify. It's still a chicken pot pie. What's this guy? Uh, this guy was uh, he was like an EMT or I don't know what the hell he was. Twenty one years on the job, right? Yes. And he does his uh, last call on the radio. Mm hmm. Um, because he's not going back to work because he doesn't feel 
like he wants to be vaccinated, and that's the requirement of being the job, right? Is to to be vaccinated, and he's not taking that, so he's, you know, going through this whole thing about how what a horrible thing this is, and uh, you know, I can't believe uh, I, I'm I'm having to leave my job because uh, you know, mm, yeah, uh, it's kind of narcissistic and stupid though, in a way. Well, you're being very critical after just saying you didn't want to get into this. Yeah, but nobody really cares about your irrational convictions. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, you know, to me, it, 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 you know, nobody wants to get sick. Nobody. Um, except for those people, and there have been a couple of them, who have gotten sick intentionally just to get it over with. That's not a real good plan. But, uh, you, know, it, you know, for me, and this was my whole thing, I didn't see any other way to protect myself. Other than a vaccine. I mean, social distancing, you know, hand sanitizer, masks, those are all very well and good. But mm-hmm. what else can I do? Vaccinations well, come around and I'm like, I got to have me one of those. Yeah, but you Maybe see, two or three of them. You see these people, they, they act like they're heroes or martyrs or. Yeah, it, listen. You're really not. You're just a dumbass who got radicalized by a meme on Facebook. With all these, right? <laughs> it's with, true. With all these people getting sick, and the numbers are pretty uh, mm. staggering. To me, that kind of sucks some of the political posturing out of it for mm. me. I don't mean I don't. I personally don't understand the politics behind That's all the of problem. it or the irrationality of of being critical of someone who has made their choice. But there shouldn't be any political drive behind this. Right. But as long as the government is involved in it and as long as people are uh, you know, intolerant of other people's positions, then there's going to be politics. And again, I am not proposing... Uh, or, 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 or you know, my belief system on anybody else. If you don't want to take it, that's your business. But for me, my choice was I'm going to take it and not be stupid. Because I got a lot of other issues to deal with. I got a, a bum knee, you know, which I believe is of all the joints in your body, that's the one that makes you most susceptible to getting really, really sick with COVID. Then I got the, uh, the AFib. I'm dealing with that. You know, right now I'm good, but you know, a while ago. That could have been uh, quite costly. You'd be lucky to get the B fib. I got no fib. You ain't gonna get none of it. I'm fibless. Uh, I don't. I just. I don't. I just. I don't get it. No. Nope, no. Nope. You and I are on the same damn page on that one. I. I don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going out there like you know. Just do it. Just get the vaccine. I mean, obviously, everybody has some sort of. Uh, it's okay to be cautious about things. Yes, it is. I just I don't get it like you know all these diseases that have been eradicated or or uh, you know that are starting to come back now because p- people are anti-vax. Right. Measles. The hell is me- who the hell do you know who has measles? I knew a guy who had measles. Yeah. Why was that? I don't know. I never had measles. That's what I'm saying. It's just, what about it's like, like smallpox? What about diphtheria? Nobody wants diphtheria. I wish I had diphtheria. That probably would have been a little bit better than what you had last week. Polio. That now that's a that's a disease you want to get. No, you don't. <laughs> Polio's bad. Really? Yeah. You know what eradicated it throughout most of the world? A oh. vaccine. Oh, I see what you did there. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, <sighs> moving on to another topic. Okay. Governor Charlie Baker said Monday that there would be no clawback of overpaid unemployment benefits doled out during the height of the pandemic, despite stories from lawmakers and their constituents who said they've been contacted to repay money they've received in error. Baker, talking with reporters after a meeting with legislative leadership on Monday, said the benefits currently under review are tied to the enhanced federal unemployment benefits authorized in response to COVID-19 and said $1.8 billion in overpayments that went out as officials quickly set up the program and tried to get the money to out-of-work residents have been waived for repayment. The Boston Globe reported last week as much as $2.7 billion in overpayments that went to 700,000 claimants. There have been no clawback, and there won't be any clawback. Ain't no laws with white claws. You're right about that. Uh, Baker said Representative uh, Joan Mancino of a Hull Democrat has filed legislation that would clarify the standards used to determine whether a beneficiary of unemployment benefits qualifies for a waiver from having to repay excess benefits, including if the benefit were used for everyday living expenses and received through no fault of the beneficiary. I, I'm sorry. I, you overpaid all of these people and now you want the money back? Go screw, man. Well, like, the, the thing is, the thing is, I mean, it's your, it's the government's responsibility to know how much each claimant is supposed to earn in unemployment, right? Yeah, but, you know, they're blaming it on because we had to rush out these payments right. because everybody stopped working and blah, 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 that we overpaid and we want the money back now. If I, if I were unemployed, and I haven't been unemployed in quite a long time, uh, you know, I'm spending every dime I got because that's all I got is unemployment. So I'm not even thinking about, are they overpaying me? <laughs> Look at the check. Chances are they're not overpaying you. Yeah, you know, I hate to say it. Uh, the uh, the government made the mistake here. That's uh, That shouldn't, I mean, unless you can prove there's actual fraud, like someone defrauded the system, that's different from someone who accidentally got paid more than they than they should have earned. That's yeah. that's that's on the state. And I and I don't understand how you're going to make people who are already, uh, you know, if you're getting money and you're like, oh well, I got to buy some extra toilet paper during that's the it. pandemic, and then you spend that money and now they want it all back. It's uh, please crap. come on. Uh, a 67-year-old man in Kosovo recently showed up at a hospital and said he'd been having swelling in his groin for about a decade. Really? A decade? And you finally decided to go to the doctor? Doctors didn't know what the issue was, but thought it might be a hernia. He also told them he only had one of his family jewels and the other one never descended. Okay. Oh, really? So they thought that might have something to do with it, too. Turns out they were a little right and a whole lot wrong. He did have a hernia. But he also had a uterus. What, what, what? He had a uterus. He was intersexed. Yeah. When they uh, did the surgery to fix the hernia, they found the missing family jewel, but also found a uterus, a cervix, a fallopian tube, and one ovary. He had everything. He had the whole kit and caboodle. It just the caboodle was all up inside. Wow. Probably had no idea he even owned a caboodle. Turned out he was born with male and female reproductive organs, which is very rare. What he has is called persistent Mullerin duct syndrome, and only 200 cases have ever been recorded. It's like being born a hermaphrodite, but different. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. They removed everything that shouldn't be there, and apparently he's doing fine now, and he even went 67 years without being diagnosed. It didn't affect him in the baby-making department. The guy has three kids. No kidding. Yeah. Well, so he's got everything. He's got the world. 
Interesting. Well, you know, listen, uh, you know, it intersects people are out there. I, I don't, you know, know the uh, the numbers, but you know, it's it's a it's a significant amount. Can you imagine having uh, both both organs? Uh, no, I I, I can't. Um, listen, I'm too busy focused on what I got. I'm the kind of guy that would break that within five minutes of having it. <laughs> And this is why you can't have nice things. It's like a fidget spinner, you know? You just want to put it in your hands and spin it around. But you can't. You can't do it. It just can't take it anymore, Jim. It just can't take it anymore. <laughs> fidget spinner. Oh. oh, glorious, isn't it? That's uh, unbelievable. But, hey, you know, you get all you get both <clears throat> parts uh, down to the end there. I think you're doing it pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you were doing on New Year's Eve, but it probably wasn't as interesting. It went down in Bourbon County, Kentucky. I guarantee it wasn't. On January 1st, a white limo was spotted there with a stripper pole mounted on the back. Not inside. It was literally mounted above the trunk, above what appears to be a platform stage with lights. That's awesome. It is awesome. I thought they had these already, like, in Nashville. Didn't they have these party strip buses? Um, yeah, but I don't know if it was, like, an outdoor pole yeah i always well, thought like the, the pole was on the inside yeah well whoever was riding the uh, in the limo got an extra thrill not from the pole because the limo crashed off the side of the road and apparently the driver lost control and it plunged into a small creek no injuries were reported and no one was there when the limo was found uh the police impounded the vehicle and now the owner has a gofundme to raise the money to get it back he he didn't offer an explanation he just apologized that it was placed somewhere it should never have been much like the flagpole on the back of the car. That's right. His goal is $5,500, and even uh, but even though it's been up for over two weeks, he's only raised 115 bucks. And well, by the way, the owner claims the stripper pole is a flagpole, which is kind of hard to believe. Well, isn't isn't the uh, the part of the, uh, the 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 safety the strength to weight ratio of a stripper pole based upon its mounting on the floor uh, and I, ceiling? Did you ever see those stripper pole fails? The, like, yes. the wife, it's like amateur video, the wife trying to be all sexy for the husband, and the yes. whole ceiling rips out from up on top of her. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. I, I, I think it's got to be mounted at, at both ends of the pole in order for it to, you know, to bear all that, uh, not weight, uh, but mm -hmm. inertia. It's a lot of inertia going around that pole. Oh, there's a lot of inertia. You know, I uh, I hear it's it's wonderful exercise. I'm uh, debating whether I should put one in my house for, for me to start using, whether well, I should start wrapping myself around the pole. I don't know where I've seen those, but I've seen ads for, like, they're not, it's not to be, like, an actual stripper. No, it's, it's just the exercise. to do the exercise class, but you're doing it on the, it's pole dancing. Well, I mean, you're working on your core, your upper body strength, mm -hmm. uh, it works, uh, you know, your leg muscles, your calves. Uh, G. Michael Dobbs, not Mike Dobbs. G. Michael Dobbs. Right. Who brought, remember we had interviewed some lady who was running something like that? She was running a, a, she a was school running a pure, purely for the exercise. Yeah. 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 I don't know what happened to that. But, I mean, you know, the, there's a reason why most women who are involved in that sort of vocation mm -hmm. are, for the most part, in terrific shape. Yeah. Very muscular. I mean, they're, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're not doing much if you're just going to be, you know, walking um, on the top of a bar in your high heels and grabbing a sweaty dollar bill from was, from some guy's pocket. But if you're uh, on the poles and you're whipping yourself around these poles, you know, th that uh, is a uh, an athletic skill. Listen, man, 
uh, they're not all like that. What do you mean not all like in that? In that much shape. I, yes, you're absolutely right. But those are the ones that are just uh, walking around the bar grabbing the greasy dollar bills. But the the, the ladies who are working the polls yeah. are oftentimes very athletic and and, uh, and and muscular. 20 years ago on the Wednesday night, I stopped into the, uh, Anthony's <clears throat> 2. Right. Uh, this woman had no proper training whatsoever. She wasn't in shape. She was a shape, like a like yeah. a like a trapezoid, uh, like more a like gumball, a, a pear, if you will. Right. Yeah, and and, and uh, probably uh, not uh, yeah. upside down pear to the you know young 20, uh, 20 something twenty two year old guy going into a strip club on a Wednesday evening. Yes, and uh, waiting for another dancer to come out. Never happens. And I said to her, "Is there anybody else uh, coming out here?" She's like. I'm it till nine o'clock, sweetie. Oh man! Yeah, that was the worst strip club ever. Thank God they closed that place. Thank God now you can buy kitchens and stuff there, right <laughs> in that very floor. <laughs> That's the kitchen place, right? Uh, Anthony's still, too. Yeah, I think it's still a kitchen place. There yeah. was a tux place next to it, right? Yes. That's gone too. So now the whole thing, I think, is a kitchen place. Uh yes, I I think that's. That's still true. We should play Where Stuff Was again. Yeah, that's a, we're all overdue on that one. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 23 and a low of zero. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Hello, my name is Suzanne.